2: Yo, what's going on? Hope all is well. I'm Duke. I'm Omar.
3: I'm Jalon. And this is Nice and Neat the Podcast.
2: We're three quintessential friends dedicated to the 360 degree development of men.
3: Our goal is to not only share our experiences, but offer as much value as we possibly can through the lessons we've learned along the way. When I say we talk about everything,
4: we talk about everything. Character, discipline, career development. Oh, and let me not forget, we get real personal.
2: Now make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our episodes. Write a review, let us know what you think. Enjoy.
3: Bet you, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you won't. I bet you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: bet you won't. Are they like yes. making Yeah. I'll be the oh. one to
4: take go and
2: yeah.
4: get them yeah. yeah. bands. Oh. <laughs> I'll be
0: the one to never Oh is I don't to Oh, fucking
2: To the I'm Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Okay, 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 okay. Five, okay. Six, okay. Seven, eight. <laughs> Yo, what's the deal, y'all? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Duke. I'm
4: Omar. I'm Jalan. And this is Nice and Neat. And we got some incredible guests here today. We yes, have sir. some industry leaders who uh, have worked with some of the most profound people in the industry, yes, sir, such man. as Tiana Taylor, Kourtney Kardashian, Ugh. Saweetie, The list goes on and on. This episode here today that we're doing is for the culture. Mm. This is this is for the culture. This is to make allow allow both sides to be able to speak because really there's no sides here. Everybody is one, and we just want this conversation to really bring those pieces together and keep us real tight, man. We got some of our friends here today. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing today? What's
0: poppin'? What up, what up, big daddy? <laughs> what's up, EJ? How you doing, man? Hey, what's good, man? What's going on? What's going on?
2: Hey, so so, talk to us about, you know, I want you guys to introduce yourselves. Tell Please. us what your name is, um, what you do, a little bit about yourselves. Uh, we start with you, EJ. What's
0: going on? I'm EJ King. I'm a celebrity stylist turned, I guess you would say TV personality and getting into acting. I've been living in L.A. for about... Fifteen years now, so in the business about fifteen years. You made it. I knew you wasn't. You from know, here. I was born in Orange County. Um, my counterpart like to break the differ that I, I was not. But this is my home too. Okay. And we do matter in Orange County. Okay. And um, and yeah, you know, I've I've known for so many different things, but fashion and my flamboyant look is one of the two. That's you funny you too?
2: say fashion. I, I when I first met you it was like in fitness
0: right yeah because i was fat you was in
5: fitness (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah watch it out
0: so i I went through like this big this big weight journey for the last few years of my life and so i got into fitness really really heavy that's where i met you know y'all at and so you know a few doctor visits and a few gym visits okay okay Okay.
1: okay. come on honesty Uh, brian What's up? I'm Brian Javar, wardrobe and fashion stylist, creative director. Um, I'm known for a lot of my work. I work with City Girls, Sweetie. Um, I've worked with Chloe Bailey. I've worked on uh, television shows and commercials.
0: Why are you looking at me like that? I mean, that wasn't a deep, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I dig, I dig it deeper. I do not know if you were putting your face like this. Um,
1: yeah, so I'm from L.A., uh, Compton to be exact. I'm a hood nigga by heart. Okay. um la raised la born all that um and i'm here <laughs> to
0: stay
5: well hello uh what's up everybody my name is jay ryan i am born and raised la i am a ceo of a marketing pr company called fly life entertainment um i am recently an artist and killing it yeah recently an artist and i too am now starting my own podcast okay have called? you
2: heard oh yeah. have you heard does it have? Do you have socials for it?
5: It's um, it's on the Kaluma network. Okay. Um, but yeah, it hasn't started yet. But okay. We we just me and EJ actually just filmed two episodes recently, so it's coming. Y'all soon. doing it together? Um, he's going to be a reoccurring guest host because he's actually yeah. going on tour. Um, but yeah, pretty tight, much. Tight, bro. Tight. Yeah. Well,
2: um, appreciate you guys for taking your time and coming on our show. We really wanted to have this episode. We've been talking about this for a while now. And we wanted to do something where we kind of bridge that gap between gay men and straight men, mm-hmm. right? We understand there is a barrier that's there, right? Mm-hmm. No one ever talks about it, but it's there, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we kind of want to do our part and help diffuse the notion that gay men and straight men have to be uncomfortable around each other, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So we, we know you guys, we thought you guys would be the perfect people to come on the show and talk to us because we're comfortable, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, well, thanks for having us. <laughs>
4: <laughs> nah, for real, thanks for, thanks for coming. Nah. Thanks for coming. We all have our own individual relationship with each one of you guys, mm-hmm. right? You know, but like people people don't see that outside of, you know, whenever we cross each other in a social setting. So, we wanted to sit down and talk pretty much and explain to everybody yeah. why it's cool.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, you then, know? and really just show people like there are commonalities, right? Yeah. There's overlap that we both can kind of, uh, that we both have to make that makes us similar. Um, and I want to ask you, right, the first question I want to ask you, right, what is your relationship,
5: generally speaking, with, like, straight men? Me, in particular? <laughs> um, I I always have more straight friends than gay friends. Um, so I was always super close with straight men, um, Jalon being one of them. Yeah. Um, we actually pretty much grew up together um, since high school days. And I didn't, like, until I met them later on, yeah. I didn't have gay friends. Like so it was like straight was all I knew So I was able to always br- Bridge the gap And tell my straight friends yeah. Like shit Like get over it it doesn't matter <laughs> like, not So you, you.
2: you really didn't have that problem there
5: No it was it was weird I always felt like for the longest time straight men Would say to me like oh but you're different like that. That's what they would say to me. Oh, but you know, you different. What,
3: what do you mean? What do you mean by different? What, that what was their way of that?
5: saying. That was their way of saying like we fuck with. you. Like they would be like, oh, I don't fuck with. They they don't really fuck with gay people. But they'd be mm-hmm. like, but you know, you different. You're, like, the you're not. You're not ah, flamboyant. Okay. You're not extra. Like, these are the words that they would use. You're not mm-hmm. extra. You're not. You're not. Out, you know am saying. And for the longest time, I I actually liked that. It wasn't until later that I was like. It's not like, really
1: at a compliment. No, no,
5: no I didn't. I, that's why I said for the longest time. No, no, I, I'm like, saying it, when you realize. And it, it was later yeah, that I realized, yeah. like, mm-hmm. damn, like, that's whack. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Like, and so, and then I was able to start telling people, like, because even using the word extra, they'd be like, well, you know, some gay niggas, they just extra. And I'm like, but I know straight people that are extra. So, right. what's what's the difference? Like, yeah, you know really. what I'm
1: saying? And for me, growing up, I've always had straight friends, but I didn't have gay friends, obviously, until like after high school when I like, was able to be comfortable with myself and come out with who I am and and uh, and accept it rather um my relationship with like straight men I think i'm I've found a place to be able to be myself no matter what room I'm in mm. so the same person that I am around my gay friends that I am around my straight friends my female friends and all of that when I was able to be able to make that person coexist in every space is when I became comfortable to be able to be comfortable with anybody that's whether if they're gay or straight. Yeah. And so, one thing that I have noticed with a lot of my straight friends, they're like, you know, like they like it, they're cool. It's a lot of my friends, their wives, that are like, yo, such and such has never had a relationship with a gay male because for him, it was what he saw on television mm-hmm. or what his dad told him was not cool mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And you broke the barrier of that because of not just because you're not super flamboyant or you're not super this, but you're just who you are. Yeah. And you're a black man that's a Christian that happens to be gay. Right. And that's wh- where I stand. Like, my gay, me being gay, my sexuality, who I lay down with, doesn't define who I am as a person. That's mm-hmm. just happens to be Your who preference. I get my nut yeah. with. Yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> and who I date. Like, yeah. that's not who I am. Like, yeah. I'm not a gay black man. Like, that's yeah. not who like, My sexuality doesn't define me. So I think for me, it's, that's kind of helped navigate my friendships with gay men. Yeah. I mean, with straight men rather sorry, because...
2: They don't look at me as a gay man. Right. did you find that when you started to become comfortable with yourself, that it almost kind of made a straight man like take his guard down? And Absolutely. Say like, okay, mm-hmm. this dude is actually cool. Yeah. Like, cause for me personally,
1: I would be in situations where they'll talk about if you're talking about, oh, you took you knocked this girl down, you knocked this bitch down. I'm telling you about what Because it's the same circle that I knocked down as well. And for some, in the beginning, it would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's like, you're not going to talk about your experiences, and I'm not going to talk about Mm -hmm. mine. What you do is, I'm supposed to accept as normal. What I do, you have to accept as normal. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that for me, I have an older brother that we fought like, like, like brothers. (laughs) Like brothers. No, we fought (laughs) fought a little harder than brothers because I was. I always I used him as the template for what straight men were in the mm-hmm. world because my natural gravitation is to women. So I've always gravitated to like my grandmother, my mom, my cousins, where my brother, he was like the football star, he liked wrestling. He'll watch wrestling, I'll watch My Little Pony. That's just <laughs> what I liked. Yeah. But I did things in in hindsight to to be like, oh, I can I wanna do or be like him. So I play football. Played every sport, and then I, as I got older, I realized like I don't like it, you mm-hmm. know. And so I used him as well. You are the person that I will have to deal with in the real world. So I learned to have thick skin because we would bag on each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I never, I never. I've had like high school. I always had like high school little shit, but I've never been the one to be bullied or beat up or, or displaced for who I was I, it's always actually more accepted for me mm. well, and so, for,
3: for the listeners EJ is about 6'3 period yeah. right. And, right. ain't nobody trying try. right. <laughs> right. so before and, and
0: he's, he's, he's still a man he's still yeah. a man yeah. 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 Right. Right. I'm yeah. <laughs> and that's EJ what others so EJ
2: dead <laughs> left in 3'15 no, and so for
0: that I, I learned to adapt to what straight culture was because yeah. I used him as a template so anybody else I already was prepared for the shits if it was ever going to be that. So yeah. I never had to go through it because I could joke. I'm a shit talker. Yeah. My mm-hmm. mouth has always been crazy. So I've always got away with the idea of my sexuality because, you know, I was funny or I danced or I just had all the fly homegirls. Yeah. So it would be like, well, shit, EJ got the badge. You know what I'm saying? It, just, yeah. it was always been that. So as I got older, I just really took that and it really transferred over to adulthood. And I think one of the first people that told me this whole scenario was uh, Nelly, and we were doing Apple Bottoms. Yeah. And he was like, they were like, well, where's EJ going to ride? They were like, well, he can just ride on the bus. But I remember Nelly saying, like, I've never had a nigga on this bus. That, A, wasn't my friend, but I've never had a gay man on my bus. And so them being from St. Louis and them being, you know, country in, in this 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 world, they already had their own idea of what gay was. And so he came to me, he was like, man, you really helped change my mind and my eyes on who, gay, what, what a gay man was because he's like, you really don't, you're not the stereotype, you know. And he was like, damn, you funny as fuck, you know, like, you cool as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So today, that is one of, like, my closest friends because yeah. he never seen sexuality. He always just seen, like, yo, you a good dude. So I always use my brother as kind of like my template for, like, yeah. men in the world, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Yo, um. It seems like, and I, I don't know about you, J. Ryan, because you said something about knowing Jalen since high school. But it seems like the two of you, Brian and EJ, you know, began to get comfortable after high school, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. W- what about you? Like, what what kind of gave you guys the courage to become comfortable to then make, I guess, others comfortable? Because that's basically what you guys are saying, right? Yeah. Once you guys let that your guards down or shield down, others were able to let their guards down.
5: In high school, um. My high school, like, you couldn't be out. Like, it wasn't, like, there weren't out kids in my high school. Um I was always a pretty boy. So, it was, like, I was always getting, like, already, like, oh, you gay. Like, gay ass. Like, wow. that was, like, everybody's go-to. But I was always a funny person. So, I had jokes. I could clown. So, like, people could not get with me when it came to clowning. Like, I walked through the door. I got 10 for you already just mm-hmm. in my mind. But everybody's go-to to come back when they were losing a battle was, whatever, you gay. You get what I'm saying? But... I did have all the, I had all, I, I, like, I, I did. Like, I had all the, either as friends, I had a girlfriend. Um, I knew I was gay, but I just, I wasn't comfortable with myself. I wasn't comfortable with putting out. And because I hadn't been sexual with a guy yet, I was telling myself I'm not gay yet. Cause I just mm-hmm. felt like, well, until I actually do it, I ain't gay. You know, like, that's how I thought in my head. But I think the biggest thing that I learned after high school was, it just was nobody's business. I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing with straight men is they feel like, well, I just feel like you lying. And it's just like, but it's none of your business. Like, why, why is me telling you, like, just saying it, I'm gay, your business? You get what I'm saying? Like, It's not that I'm in the closet. It's not that I'm hiding who I am. It's just I don't feel the need to have to express to you. Yeah. So, and me being, I'm a smart ass. So naturally, when guys would ask, when girls would ask, I didn't care. I'd be like, yeah. When guys would ask, I would say, Why? Why do you want to know? Because unless you're coming over here to holler at me and shoot your shot, what is it of mm-hmm. importance and for me to say to you, yes, I'm gay? That, is that
2: because that's kind of a defense mechanism that you already kind of yes. knew? Yes, 100%. You already knew, I know
5: why you're asking me Exactly.
2: This, because then you're
0: going to start But 100%. But it's an honest question. It is a why because yeah. Yeah. I only ask questions for things I'm curious about. That's true. Right. I don't care. Well, you, you know that now. To do with me. Well, even even then, I mean, to his point, I would. That, that's a great question that I would say like, but what does it matter? You know what I'm saying? Because as a as a person, you either like me or you mm-hmm. don't. You don't, regardless you don't know who I sleep with. Right. So I mean, you, you're asking me because of your own sense of insecurities. Yeah. Okay. So it is a question of not a defense, but it is a real question to know why why is this important to you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like
5: I remember in my best friend in junior high school, we end up going to two different high schools. He ended up going to TAF, I ended up going to Granada. Um, we end up re-seeing each other in college at Valley College out here. I personally didn't want to go to a junior college because it was like all the schools in one. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So when I seen him, he was like, yo, what up? Like, all excited to see me. We got to reconnect, bro. I miss you. Take down my number. Get exchange numbers with this nigga. Later on that day, I get a text from him. And he was like, yo, I meant to ask you, like, are you gay now? And I, I responded back like, why? <laughs> and he was like, because, you know... I just don't want you trying to holler at me or nothing. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, my you're nigga. You're friend. I wasn't looking to be your friend again. Let's be clear. One, two, you asked me for my number, but yet you're asking me if I'm gay. I just thought that was so weird. Yeah. So I completely just cut him off. Later on, he and like, I would say like a year or two later, he ended up reaching out to me and was like, yo, I want to apologize to you. Like, I was so dead ass wrong for that. I don't even know why I said that. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, that for the longest time, that is what straight men thought. If yeah. you were gay, you had a crush on me automatically, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, which is crazy. We right? still have types, yeah. Yeah. like you get what I'm saying. We still like, still human. Just like you guys have a type of girl you like. Yeah. We have a type of nigga we like. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where it was just like the nerve, and it's usually, <laughs> it's usually the ugliest motherfucker that usually thinks Yo. that you want him because you're gay and he's straight. And I'm like, ew. Just because you're you gay ain't, don't me, yeah, yeah. You can't get Damn. me That's just like you can't conception conception. get the that you're trying to get. And for me,
1: like, in high school, I was class president, you know, popular. And so the question would be asked all the time, like, is Brian gay? Is Brian gay? And at the moment, I was bi-ish, but I was gay-ish. But I was still trying to find myself. And so for me, it was very much like, why does it matter? And so I, in particular, was, like, friends with a lot of the girls. But then it would be, like, more of, like, the basketball, football, and, like, the hood. That would be always inquiring about, it was never the nerds, it was never like, and it is like, it's bragging, it's bragging, it's like, why does it matter? Like, I'm not going out of my way trying to like, hang out with y'all, so like, I'm not making you uncomfortable, so why are you worrying about like, who I'm having phone sex with when we go home? Like, because we ain't fucking, like, we in you know, it's 11, party grade. Line. Party, mm-hmm. Line. Mm-hmm. Party, party line. line. Definitely so, party line. <laughs> so, after high school, I became, I was like, comfortable with myself and it was like, fuck it, like, and I remember I went on a telling everybody I'm gay spree because like that's what I felt I needed to do for myself not for anybody aggressively else
5: aggressively too it, so I I, I am <laughs> no, saying like what uh, I did
1: I was like aggressive. I would assume yeah. life is
2: just better like that
1: for it, me. it did feel better cuz right. most people that uh-huh. I told was like nigga already knew or it's like some niggas was like cool it was definitely
4: I see you have a lot of a lot of female clients yes. you know you have uh some of the top in the in the world right do you feel like once Men figure out your sexuality, or they understand your sexuality. You see it. You lose out on jobs, or you feel like because I, I don't really see you personally styling too many men. Is that mm-hmm. just something you're not into,
1: or so for me personally, I would like to style men, um, but it's just been more. So it's been more of an easier thing just One to style more women. stylish. Yeah, it, it's like it's more. It's more silhouettes, more yeah. things you get to have more fun. Fine. I yes, do yeah. style men, just not as much as I style women. I haven't really mm-hmm. had too many experiences of, oh, he's gay so he can't style me type of thing. Um, like I did Love and Hip Hop season one and season two of uh, of Hollywood. So I did like the promos and all that shit. And I never got anything from anybody being uncomfortable. These are very like macho hip hop men and never gave like, he's gay, less like he can't be around me. I don't want him to see me get dressed, step out the room type of thing. Um I don't know what you just said, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I've never personally experienced that. I have experienced that with some people's significant others um, where I felt an energy, I felt a uncomfortable thing. Like you're styling the, the, the styling woman in the relationship, and then the. And their person is around, yeah, mm-hmm. and their significant others around. And. I, I, I pick up on energy. We all, we, you can pick up on it. It's something that you can't, you can't like really explain. You just get it mm-hmm. because they'll come in a the room they'll be very short with their, with their wife or girlfriend or whatever it is and like, you know, they'll give you a head nod or they'll give you a dab. Like, you know, they don't want to shake your hand too much. Yeah. So I've experienced that from people, not that I worked with, but with from the others.
0: I think, so just uh from the first question, I think the confidence came from me in the sense of i used, I dance, I used to dance a lot, so back in the day you either were a gang banger or you clown walked and you was a dancer <laughs> and so that was always that was the easy bridge because when clown walking came about, it allowed boys to be able to be a little more flamboyant because they they bounced their butt or they did this, or they did this. so the idea of sexuality was kind of not not as prominent because dancing was always so fluid. Throughout. You was trying to be on the
1: Tommy the Clown. Circuit?
3: I was definitely on Tommy the Clown show. You was? Yes, I was. Hey, you the Tommy the Clown? <laughs> Woo! Hey, shit! The fucking halftime. First half's getting crazy. What's the deal, y'all? Welcome back to the nice and neat halftime show. I'm your host, man, and we've had a, a very uh, interesting and entertaining first half uh, with some three great gentlemen here. And um, you guys know what we like to do here. We like to get into some games. We're gonna explain it to them. Actually, I'm gonna kick it to Duke. He's gonna do that. them the rules. Do explain it to them how we get down and what it is. All right, so
2: check this out, man. Dender rules is a segment that's completely unrelated to what we're talking about. I'm going to ask you a question that people ask us on our YouTube that we usually answer, but since we got y'all here, y'all gonna answer it. Got it. All right, so the question is: If you so, from a lady named Abu, 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 from a lady named hey, hey, I'm, Abu, I'm gonna assume, all right? She says, if you got a boyfriend, right, you've been dating this man for two years. And he never—he uh, always forgets your birthdays, always forgets your anniversaries, the stuff that women like, right? But he still expects you to do things like plan dates and evenings and cook and things like that. Um, should she leave him? Yes.
0: You forget
5: well, my birthday. Know. If my friends forget my birthday, I'm pissed. Let alone somebody that you're actually sleeping but I'm with. But it's very, birthday
0: and anniversaries. But I'm very forgetful.
1: But that, those are two different. I'm very forgetful. But you want her you, to then plan certain nah, you things. You want him. No, yeah. let's keep it. Keep it keep no, it. I'm saying. Like, I'm saying. Like she wants him. I mean, he wants her to
0: plan certain things. I, I just think that all the whole question reads as that's really not your nigga. Let that go. But mm-hmm. I think what, in, <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the hindsight, of, so, I'm very bad with birthdays and. Days. Okay,
2: just to give context, last season, last uh, last show we did a red flags. What are red flags. Right.
1: That's a red flag. That's yeah. Is that a red that's flag? One hundred percent. Because if you're getting birthdays and anniversaries, anything that is importance to her, so it's not you're not setting a part of what you don't think is important. You don't think about what she thinks is important. Mm. To
5: EJ's and him being forgetful, it's also up to you to like, oh, my birthday's coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, say it. Like, it's almost like you're you're trying to. Really? No No. way. You know. You know. You know your person. Sometimes I feel like people be trying to set people up for failure. No, (laughs) me personally. I plan my birthday at months and events. so I'm like, yes, yes. yes. so I'm never gonna forget but listen, my birthday but because those I'm surface-based things. things. But no, no, but let me tell that's you, that's
1: very surface it based. Is, if you are in a relationship with somebody for you guys have spent more than three hundred sixty five no days times two together, no, no no, yeah. That's yeah. no, no. Hear me out, hear me out. Because what you're saying, I hear you, but that's surface based. That's your friends. You're like when you're with somebody else, there's a certain thing and there's a certain liking and a certain care that you're supposed so. to have. So you're not supposed to forget my birthday. You're not supposed to forget our anniversary. So 100%. I am not going to remind. You, what day your
5: th- birthday? That's I, different. <laughs> like, not, I get what he's saying, hundred percent. But told. I'm just saying, like sometimes, like no. Sometimes, like, <laughs> no, sometimes, like I'm second. not gonna set myself up to get hurt either,
0: though. Like, but that's if sorry, I know yeah. this nigga also, about to forget also, my birthday, but you also all it's know, gonna do is piss me off even more. Like, so, why set it up? So if your person? you are a forgetful nigga, if you are a person that that you naturally got, just don't remember shit all the time, or don't you didn't and, forget the new Madden came out? But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, new Madden was promoted. You exactly. knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I'm not promoting my birthday. That's so about a I'm point. Is sometimes in this everything. in this that's day and age, wow. you're where, for your friends, where everything for your is so one. social yeah. and everything is so on the go, I literally forgot a friend's birthday yesterday. I was like, "Fuck!" They was like, and I said, "It just it wasn't that. I was busy at work." Busy that's different. Around. Regardless, yes. Just, but like where, where like, we are, and
1: leave part, that and go them. get some new. Leave because he's not really for you no way. He's not really the
2: side chick. That's the problem.
0: So know that wife. Them the rules. So.
2: Him the the rules. Rules. Check it out. Check it out. Hold yeah. on. Before before we move on to this next uh topic, I do want to ask you guys about Boosie, right? Who? Oh. Boosie. Booty. Is it boo is Boozy? Lil is Boosie. Booty. Lil Boosie. No Boosie. Boosie. It's it's Boosie. Boosie. Right. There's a lot of his um, trash is what it
0: is. There's a lot of uh a conversation
2: back. and narrative around um Lil Nas, Boozy and Little Nas. All right. And Boozy saying, I don't know if you don't like the guy. But he said a lot of things about Lil Nas, and he's been the subject of a lot of his conversations, right? So So what y'all take with what he's saying? Do you guys see any accuracy in what he's saying about Lil Nas at all? No,
0: no, because I don't like Bootsy. So let me tell you, I think that ignorance is bliss, and I don't like the idea that people say, oh, that's just Bootsy. Because once you get into this business, once you become a public figure, there's certain things that you then realize that you have to learn to adapt to. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if Booty was from the, the ghetto of the ghettos. You are now a public figure. That you now your voice and your opinions on a situation. The same way we, we got on the baby. They said, "Oh, the baby didn't know." There's a whole day dedicated to AIDS. I don't give a fuck if you don't know enough about it, but you know it's a it's a big enough thing that the world's dedicated a day to it. So with Bootsy, not only are you shaping the minds of young ignorant kids that that look up to you, that think this is okay, you're now making the idea of somebody else's vision and dream and, you, and you, a demise of who they are. Because if Brian said, I want to do an all pink room in clouds, this is your vision, your money, what you decide to bring to life. If that was your vision, your money for your artistry, who am I to say, that's fucked up, that's that's whack, or that's this, or that's that, for you bringing, but you bring together your artistry with a bunch of naked mm-hmm. s- and a bunch of guns or drugs yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's okay. I think that Booty is a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. I, think Very much so hypocrite. I think that he's ignorant. I think that the people that stand for Booty, that rock with Booty, I don't think that nothing that Nas is doing is anything different than any other artist that's pushed the envelope in mm-hmm. their. Own, uh, in, their own in their own way has done. Yeah. I love Cardi B to death. Cardi also did press. Press had a Pr- Cardi had a thousand naked in the video. Mm-hmm, right. We loved it. Mm-hmm. It was like dope. Oh my god. So it's weird because Nas wanted to recreate. There's no his consistency. Own it, it, my, my thing is the double standard is, is always it exists. there. Yeah. Exactly. And it exists. so Nas, this is his dream as a young black man, whether he's trolling or not. I liked the fact that he takes his negatives and he turns into his positives and he trolls you back. Yeah. That's the what I issue love that about it. I
1: have with the whole Boosie thing is that, like, unfortunately, he might have a very close loved one that may be into what Nas is doing that speaks to them. And now because of this person that they're so close with, that they look up to, that they're related to, they can now not be happy. They can't express themselves and liking something because of what he is saying is so wrong and so against. And it's like... What this person is doing is not bothering you. He's doing something to help and represent for certain people. But now, somebody that you is a loved one to you can't even be who they want to be well, because of what you're saying is wrong. So now they can't even stand up to you. You
3: yeah. know he's on he's on record for saying that like he has people that work with him that are gay. So and, that's but, just it, like saying I have a
5: white friend, so I'm I have a black friend, so I'm not racist. But he's also the same man so I'm gonna so, beat the so gay like, out of my kid. So, but he that's that's
3: also right. he also said he also said that if his daughter was gay. He wouldn't support the marriage, right? Right. So, like he, uh, he said, you know, he would wish them the best, but he wouldn't attend the wedding,
2: but you now, know. Now, is, is is a problem really though with what he's saying or how he's saying it? It's, it's the both. Prob- the it's problem both. is
0: you cannot say that this man is. Um, manipu- manipulating or trying to turn their children into something, and what you're doing is, as far as returning it's hate still as disruptive. Not, yeah, you're yeah. doing the same thing. Okay, so you're trying to dismiss him by proving your point, but the, the point is you're still proving because you had the little kid get the fuck online and say, "Oh, we're gonna get him some so we can uh, he can uh, the get him, or whatever the little boy said." Bootsy's right. son said, right. and as a father, you stood, stood behind it. We right. got to know about him. Oh, and right. also they something about uh, they were talking about Way yeah, yeah, That's yeah. when I first. First got the fuck on my nerves because at the end of the day, as a black man raising a child, they came to you and said, "Hey, I don't, I don't feel comfortable in this body. I think I'm born in the wrong gender." Hold that dog, bro. Wrap this halftime up.
2: Yeah, hold that. That's a great yep. dog because I want to come back yep. to that.
3: Yep, yep. Now uh, I think I think uh, that was an awesome halftime. We got to get into the second half because we're running out of time. And you know, I just want to kick it back to Duke, who's uh, I think is going to kick it back to EJ to yep. pick up our point. Yep. But we'll conclude this halftime show the only way we know how. That's with some positive energy, some positive vibrations.
2: And a smile, of course, let's get into the second half. Let's go. So you just mentioned D-Way son, right? I had a question. Do you Don't. think that people are born gay? Yes. yes. Hey everyone, it's Justin Biggs here from the Biggs versus Biggs podcast. If you're a fan of sports podcasts, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Biggs vs. Biggs. A show that covers upcoming fights, fight reviews, and interviews with some of Boxing's brightest stars. And it's brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators.
0: I was born like there's nothing about me that has ever like even when I dated women, I knew that this was something I didn't want. You we battle it because as children, but we're raised voices. we're ra- yeah, <laughs> we're raised to 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 think that this is bad because the Bible says X, Y, and Z, now and becomes a whole different conversation. Yeah. But you're raised to think one way. Yeah. I knew I never liked women. So, I don't think for myself that I was never influenced. I liked what I liked. I gravitate Very to what so, I gravitate yeah. to it. As a kid, you don't know why you like something. You just uh-huh. like it. I did not like sports. I, not, I hated watching football on, on Sundays. I wanted to do other things that may have been considered gay or flamboyant or yeah. other than straight regular kid, you know, yeah. little boys. And speaking on
5: D-Wade's daughter, I think the biggest misconception with that whole situation and and other rappers and everybody being so much in their family business was the fact that D-Wade came out and said that my daughter identifies as a woman, Mm -hmm. as a girl. Mm -hmm. Everybody took it like he was going to go get this child a surgery. And I think that's what the biggest argument was amongst everybody. And that's never what he was doing. He was just respecting the fact that his son said that I identify Identify as a girl. So I'm going to honor that. And, talk, talk think, to you as it, such but everybody was like oh you're going to go get this child and surgery it's and it's is like but he never said that he was getting but, the daughter yeah, surgery and the thing that
1: bothers me as well is that like in our the black community alone it's like be who you are but the moment you that you are who you are being you don't, fit don't be then, that then that it's like oh i don't want you yeah. that's too much of you yeah. being yeah. you and it's like now you actually i told you i'm gay now it's like because now you, oh, I'm on a deal. Now I will tell you I'm gay. Oh, then I don't like this. Well, Now I don't feel like I'm in the. I'm born in the right gender. Oh, you're being too much of you, and it's like, all right, bitch. Which one? Which one? Which y'all want me to be? Y'all like the world, and, and unfortunately, in the black community, want us to fit into a society.
2: Y'all
0: stereotype. They, they want us to be y'all. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. not that.
2: I, I was just about to say that, like, we are all a victim of trying to fit a certain right. Mode. Absolutely. We're right. All that right. So I think that it does affect us when. The world is telling us to be one thing, and then we be that, or we be that all the way. To say, "Yo, be confident in who you are. Be true to yourself." Right? That's what everyone says. Right. And then when we do that, it's like, hold on. It's like that's right? too much. You It's, you've been it's doing. conflicting, yeah. and it does make us yeah. think, like, hold on, it because it we're space.
0: It, because it sucks. Because the, the world wants us to be you guys, but then you guys are intimidating to the world, and us as gay people, we are, un- we're, we're not, we're, in- we're not intimidating. We are the soft ones. We're, de- we're the acceptable version of if I was a tall black man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You and are. this is you are. You are. <laughs> 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 Antonio, six as, three. Even as getting into this business as a stylist, I always had to understand that is you can either walk in the room and you can be the intimidating factor. Yeah. Or you can be walking in the room and you can be the factor that they'd be like, oh my God, he's so lovable. Yeah. Jay Ryan's a little different. And I always say this because it happens with brown skin and dark and, and light skin. Jay Ryan's automatically Lovable, he's accepted mm. as far as Is like that skin color. He's, he's not, yeah, of course. So as a as a as a tall black man, you can even be that fits overbearing the mold and, as a typical. Right. Okay, so but in in black society, we're supposed to be these big, you know, strong, masculine men to uphold the community. Mm. When that's weird, because as a flamboyant gay man, I'm probably the richest person in my family. So I want to understand where sexuality sexuality makes you. Less than because if being gay stopped you from being successful or it stopped you from breaking barriers that you, that straight men haven't done, then then I will have a problem with it. Yeah. But I can't sit here and say, and it goes back to your question earlier about confidence. I never had an issue. I've never had issues with people. Period. With accepting me. I I put the issues onto myself. You yeah. know. So when I got with, I would call even J Ron. I'd be like, even with my hair. I my hair was thirty inches. I was like, damn, I don't know if my hair gonna be longer. I don't want this shit to uh for it to for people to start talking shit or just to see it one way and da, da, da. when he when he seen me, he was like, all right, e. John say, it was more of an acceptance thing <laughs> yeah. on yeah. my yeah. behalf. Yeah. And B mm. and Brian and J. Ryan are the the two that I kind of, we know a lot of people, but when I met J. Ryan, I was like, oh shit, people fuck with you like do they fuck with me. Mm. Like, I've never had an issue with no straight man that I've ever worked with
1: me and O were talking yesterday and i was telling him about the movie moonlight how i feel like the movie was not made i mean it was made for a gay black man and gay men in general but i honestly feel like it was made for heterosexual men and heterosexual women and the reason being is that it showed a masculine man that was like a drug dealing nigga still being who he was but it was he happened to like men Mm -hmm. and i think that for Watching that movie, it was very informative for black gay men, for their friends to know that, like, damn, this nigga can play, be an NBA star, can be playing NFL, be a rapper, and he might not want to fuck the bitches that I'm in this world a lot of men have to see that where a lot of people would be more comfortable who they are if their friends or their family members didn't make them so uncomfortable right and so back to what you guys were saying earlier of like why after high school did we become more comfortable is because we found we happened to find ourselves but there are niggas now that i went on i was dealing with a niggas like two three years ago who was eight years senior to me closer to 40 and i found out that his family didn't know he was gay and i'm like (laughs) how how they don't know? But for me, it was shocking because it was like, you're very successful in your career. You're all this, but like when you go back home to your country family, you have to paint this thing of like, oh, this is my roommate. This is my Mm. friend, that type of thing. And it's like, you literally are about
0: to be 40 and you aren't out. I don't just want to, because there's always different variations of gay. The thing with J. Ryan and, and Brian is, unless he talk, you really don't know they're gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, the men dynamic for them is different. For me, I'm very flamb- mm-hmm. I'm very androgynous and flamboyant. Right. So my, my take on it is almost a little different because off the back, he gay. You know? And, mm-hmm. and, and that's that.
2: I don't need to ask questions. You don't ask
0: a questions. Yeah. yeah. So my demeanor has always been in a room full of niggas that it's a, it's a very high... Energy like I don't give a fuck type demeanor, you know, and it just reminds me when I think I met, I seen y'all two in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I used to work out with Seth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no off, limit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So off rip, Duke already looked unapproachable. He already looked like he, a, you know, he a nigga. And <laughs> Omar, he was cool, but it just it it comes off. It can come off intimidating. I've never been one to assume anything about anybody. Mm-hmm. So, but I also won't. Speak. So if I walk in the room, we'll be standing right there. There's been a few times I think we've mm-hmm. all been the same things, and I can be standing right here and won't speak. And I've had to learn to break that because in my brain, you're already have you already have the, the stereotype mm-hmm. or the stigma like, oh y'all think y'all gonna try to you know We're doing mm-hmm. the same thing. That's right. so funny yeah. that you, you know talk about mean? that in the gym
1: because that happens a lot. When I used to go to like regular gyms, there would be a lot of men that would not speak that would walk past and like give this energy, and then the moment. That one of their homeboys is speaking, then it, it open like, oh, I can talk to this nigga because I think he gay, but I, like now because, I can be cool with him because I see such and such cool. talking to right. him. that happens a lot because we don't yeah. give it a chance. It's and funny because
5: me at the gym is like, like people think I'm the the asshole for not speaking. Cause I just go to the gym and I'll be focused and niggas be like, damn, me. It's that's, that's like I just do not pay attention My demeanor is different. Yeah. You know, yeah. I will
0: come to the gym and I'll probably have tights on or my yeah. hair will be long or this. Or, or that. EJ, right, but EJ speaking and speaking of your hair, I wanted to ask, because I met EJ
4: with a lace front and uh <laughs> I was lining him up. His mustache. <laughs> 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 Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I mean, and and he was he was just cool from the beginning. It was it wasn't. I need I didn't need to ask him like like what's going on here or anything like but that. But I Probably shit talking. Definitely was definitely doing that. He go definitely do that to make sure everybody could be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, he could get these because it's you well. comfort.
0: My comfort is not. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So
4: I, I did want to ask you. I, I want to leave you with this question. You know, you wear lace fronts, but you still get mustache. You still got a mustache, and you're still very. Uncle you know Clifford. how to switch it up. You know how to switch it Not up, much. whenever right. whenever you get ready. And I did want to ask because, just for our listeners, most importantly, do you identify by any specific pronoun? So this or, is so weird. like, and how does and the this, pronoun? How does pronoun? this exactly question,
0: work? this question gets asked. The lady at the airport, I she was it. like, "I just want to know, <laughs> do you call my name?" Or just <laughs> <and> I said, <laughs> I I said, said, like, I said, it's really only just because of my hair. No. That, yep. That's no, it. No, no, no. That's, that's it. Really no, that's really no. It. It's not it's, right. it's, no, because at the end of the day, I could be, you didn't ask Prince. Nobody asked Prince back in the day, was Prince a female? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was the most flamboyant nigga with his ass out in heels and lip gloss and hair. So only because of the demeanor of where we are today, you only ask that question. Because I didn't get asked that question when I had dreads and my yep. dreads was past my butt. Yep. Yep. So it's strictly only because of my hair, which it doesn't, it doesn't offend me because it is what it is. But I don't. I I'm a, I don't ever want to be a woman. I have no trans. I have no 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 um, aspiration ever to be a woman. Mm. I did it for Halloween. I feel like I look like Tuong Foo. I really didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? But hair. I've always equated hair to beauty. I always yeah. loved the idea of hair and changing up your identity mm-hmm. with hair. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And even now, like I remember, I had my hair braided down and I had a do rag on, and it's like, damn, fuck your hair at, and it it. It threw me off because it's like, damn, how you recognize I don't have hair? But because everybody always says, like, I don't see a guy with a wig or a hair, I just see EJ. EJ. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, I have hair, my hair is braided down, it's only having my hair out, but I I do so much. And dreads was one thing I got because I was like, damn, I want hair, but I hate dreads. I hated my dreads. Mm-hmm. I, I never, but they were easy enough to mm-hmm. be able to have hair and still be masculine. Mm-hmm. So when we picked them out, I was like, oh shit, it's, it's free going from there. But Harris to me is an expression of yeah. outfits and, and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. I, I don't identify anyone. Yeah, I
1: have a question for y'all. Okay. Um, what have you, your experience has been, or even your homeboys, because like, you guys and your immediate crew that I see, like everybody's always cool. I've never felt like, oh I'm a gay guy around all these guys. Especially in the gym. Like, oh I see y'all, you guys were always like, very well mannered, always like, not going out of your way to make me feel comfortable. I've always yeah. felt comfortable. I just felt like a nigga in the gym. So, what has your experience been with gay men, or what are, or friends of like that are uncomfortable with Man, it? Like a you very- know
4: what? I I'll take that. I'll take it first because mine happened. Luckily for me, at a very very young age, honestly through Joey. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like people who bully people or like just get at people. And Joy would come to the shop that I was raised in i was I was sweeping this shop, and joy would come in he'd be quiet, always cool if you talk to him, but you know he was quiet and I remember it was one day a barber kind of got at him a little inappropriate, and pretty much just keep in mind joy's seventeen eighteen years old, you know so super you better, gay at that point. <laughs> It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a very, but but Did a very, a very, very, yeah. a very sensitive age, though, yeah, you know, sure, 17, especially sure. when it comes to your sexuality. Yeah, and one of the barbers told him, like, they were getting into an argument bagging because Joey got jokes, mm-hmm. so they going back and forth bagging. And the dude's feelings was hurt, so he told Joey, like Why don't you come out the closet? And Joey's 17, 18 years old, and like, at the, I'm like 15, and I'm like, Ugh, That was that was low, that was low, and I could see. I could see at the end of the day, because this dude's in his mid-twenties telling the 17, 18-year-old that, I could see that it affected Joy And I, I wasn't a real big fan of it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I pulled Joy aside, and I was like, bro, like it's all good. Like, you B-J. know, it's all good. Yeah. I remember the day, it was a big the brother program. thing is,
5: like, I was prepared to fight him. Like, everything about this, because the situation was just, he was very offended in whatever I said, and he just kept coming at me, and he was like... He was like, how would you feel if I said that about the girls you date? He goes, are the niggas you fucking? That's what he said. And oh, I just, huh. I remember saying like, I'm sorry. Did you think I was still in the closet? Because at that point I did come out. So it's just, I didn't express it to the fucking barbershop because right. well, <laughs> yeah. fuck that barbershop. i just like, you know, but I'm not going to lie. Barbershops are a very awkward thing yes. yeah. for gay us men. Yeah, because it is, well, they talk about such things so openly, which yeah. is great. And I do love that. However... You will offend somebody. And somebody like me, I am defensive and I am going to Snap
0: defend
5: back. myself even yep. if you're not talking specifically to me. So yep. going to the barbershop was always a hard thing and it was tricky because it was like I did have friends there. Um So it was like, it was one of those things like, are these friends going to stand up for me? Or are yeah. they going to like speak? Because they know, you what I'm saying? And it, it was hard. Even, I will say, even meeting you guys, you and O in the beginning, like, I, I I, I remember I didn't really speak too much mm-hmm, to you guys. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I think you spoke a little bit more than mm-hmm. O, oh, but I yeah, didn't speak to you guys off too off much. <laughs> much. Yeah, it was it was it was a thing where I was like, mm, EJ, you mean though. these niggas is football players? They're off they off off like this gay play. nigga." A but rogue. because Jalon is so like Joey, like you know, and like so, I felt like you guys eventually started coming around. Yeah, more, you but, get what I'm well, saying?
2: To, to your point, man, I'm glad you said that, man, because Jalon's a great bridge. what about
5: you, yeah. O? Yeah, you know, my experience has been pretty positive
3: my entire life. I haven't, I've never had, like, a, a gay man, you know, try me, you know, you know, in any kind of way. So, like, on top of that, I have a cousin that's gay. And we've known he was gay since, like, and four nigga, years And nigga, you old. ain't told me? I, I guess, I guess we never <laughs> had the conversation about it. No, nah, wow. but, like, I'm very, on top of that, like, my mom's brother-in-law, unfortunately, years, years, years ago, he died from AIDS, mm-hmm. but, like, He's, he was gay, you know? So like there's been people in my family that have been gay and I have never judged my cousin at all. And because he's family that close to me and because I've always been worried about him because he's younger and I know what kind of world we live in. Oh, he's young. He's young, he's he's 18 uh, now. He's 18 oh, now.
1: Oh, nigga, I'm thinking you're he, talking about your age. No,
3: no, 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 but I mean, I've known, we've known, our family has known he's been gay since- He was eight. Eight years yeah. old. Since, since he was able to show signs, we've known he was gay. He was able to do
1: what? He was able to do it again? Do it again. Just real quick, please. Yeah, so Show some size, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know is <Odin's> body roll.
3: <laughs> it was a full body roll. No, no. But what I was saying is, is that, you know, I've always accepted people as who they are, you know, because yeah. of what was been in my family. And I know how cruel this world could be. So yeah. my experience has always been positive. You know, we didn't really get to dive in on it. And maybe we could save it for another episode. But one thing that I wanted to touch on before I pass it to Duke um, was just about heterosexual men and homosexual men hanging out together, and it's not that it's not that I don't want I don't mind hanging out with y'all, right? But we are very clear, and we all know about the phrase you "no know, birds of a feather flock together," mm-hmm. right? So I think that's like one thing, one reason why like we never see, you know, that kind of interaction between well, let the let heterosexual.
1: Real quick, cause I we have a brother that we all share, two brothers, mm-hmm. Devin and Kevin, that are the most. They. Open an eye, of something for me that I never seen. when it comes about, like being hetero and us being gay, and like where what, what, did I say the wrong word? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm explaining. You, like, you grouped us into so a bunch
0: of birds. A bird, so this is this what you yeah, did?
1: Yeah. So like for for instance, these niggas have come to pride with us without their girls, with yeah. their girls. They didn't had on rainbow shit. They talking about eating pussy. We talking about sucking dick. And they mm-hmm. like, well, nigga, did you deep throat the nigga or not? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm asking, did you play the <laughs> p-? like? But it's that's the convo that we've had with them where it's like. Like, and I appreciate them and I love yeah. them and they've shown me something that like there's not a barrier. Like yeah. with some straight guys, it's a bit bar- like yeah, there's a certain sure. wall, but with them, it's not.
0: And it's but it's a respect across the board. Yeah, yeah. of course. One day Trey was we was doing a video and Trey goes, these are my these is my um only two gay homeboys. They are my
5: two, two gay, best gay, friends. gay
0: best friends. And we corrected him and said with your friends. Yeah. Like don't, don't, don't don't call put me a your gay yeah, title don't call me your gay friend, either yeah. way, it did That's weird. like protecting him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. He ain't going to protect you because... And I yeah. didn't, didn't tray I I didn't cuss... I didn't cuss... Like, all of them because at the end of the day, the ladies see you guys and you guys are attractive people. But, I, a, I, a, I don't want who don't want me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't give a fuck that's, how fine you is. Yeah. You would never get anything outside of me because we don't have a mutual understanding. And I'm not in it to try to convince you that you do want it. Mm -hmm. So if you do want it, then you're going to highlight me a little later and we're going to talk about that privately. But if not, you're my brother. You're my friend. This is is the the world we're in. Mm -hmm. I would never see you outside of that. You know what I'm saying? To answer your question, um,
2: Brian, I think we're all pretty approachable now that you guys know this, right? And I think for me, it it, it just came with maturity, right? You got to understand that we didn't see this. Yeah. Right? (laughs) So there is an element of we do have to live up to a certain expectation as men, as black men, where we learn that shit early on, where it's just like, nah, I'm not gay. I don't have no gay friends. I don't want to be gay. I don't want to have no that. That's a real thing. Right. Yeah. But until you actually until you actually <laughs> grow up and and f- figure out that, like, nah, you, I have to be so confident in myself. It's not even just a, you know. How do you how are you so cool with gay people? It's more of like a personal thing, yeah, right? No man that's not comfortable himself and super confident himself would never be cool with it mm-hmm. because they have when because when they gotta answer the question, they trembling because they're not confident in what yeah. they're saying yeah. For me personally, I never had gay friends growing up, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even know me if neither. i played with any teammates, right, but I think I'm okay and cool with gay people now. It, it has nothing to do with gay people. It's you just me. Had I'm just confident in who so I am. If you so were it playing
0: football today and you knew one of your teammates was openly gay and y'all was butt naked in the showers, do the comfort level because that's where it becomes. Mm. Because the idea yeah. of that this man can't do the same job y'all yeah. doing, with the, it, it, you know what I, I'm saying? So, I
3: think it goes back to I think what Jay Ryan said is that well we don't understand what your type is. Right, right, right. So. Because you've openly come out, now I feel like, well,
5: I don't know. And then so I'm, now also, I'm
2: Also, now everything in life becomes normalized if you're around enough. Yeah. So you know, you're not thinking about it every day if you're around enough. It's crazy
5: because, like I said, I've always had straight male friends. So for me, like the naked thing that you just brought up, like, I don't know why. Like, once I put you in a friend category, I don't yeah, look yeah, at you like you. that. So if Jalon was to ever change in front of me... I'm not, like, you, you I'm not looking to sneak a peek. I'm not looking to sneak a peek and be like, like what's Jelan got going on keeping it Because I literally look at you like my brother, and mm-hmm. so yeah. it's kind of yeah. like ew. There
1: are some gay men that I'm like,
0: gonna
5: like wrap that
1: up is what he clapping, bro. Finish your thought, bro. Finish your bro. So what I was saying is there are some men that like where as straight men you have to break that barrier to become more comfortable. Because for us, we got no. We got not gonna try y'all. We not gonna try yeah. some other niggas. We might try one of y'all homies, but we are not gonna try niggas friend. that we actually have a real friend. relationship <laughs> with.
0: And that's the big friend. thing for you. me because I style men. That's tight. That was the big <laughs> thing for me because I will always step out of the room or I will always give them the respect because it is the dynamic yeah. what it is. Yeah. And I, I've, all the whole time I style people will hit me like, "Yeah, y'all be fucking y'all." Be, I was like, first of all, y'all don't understand how much I just do not like. You know what I'm saying? Like it, that is really." family to me, yeah. mm-hmm. but everybody that I've ever styled. You know what I'm saying? And we both worked with Tank before. And Tank was a person very young that yeah. that helped break that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I used to think Tank was fine back in the day. To Tank like he farted. And he's like, shit, my nigga, we niggas in here. And so <laughs> because it smelled so bad, it turned me off. I was like, <laughs> you're right. You now a brother. Okay. Like once you're in that category yep. of what we are as family, like yep. I don't see nothing
2: else. Uh, we way out of time. The conversation was so good, so we just had to keep going but I definitely want to thank you guys for coming, man. Thanks, this, was much, you guys. this was a much needed conversation, man. And we always talk about what we could do to just make the world better, to make our dynamic better, to just be positive representations of who we are. So thank you for helping us do that, man. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's you guys, a part you guys of are homies, man. Anytime. Appreciate y'all. All right, For sure. so check For it sure. out. If you are watching this right now, man, make sure you give us a subscribe. If you're listening to it, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, all that jazz. Okay. If you are listening, also let us know how you th- what you thought about the episode, fellas. Let us know if there were anything that you could relate to. Ladies, let us know if we were on point. If you're gay and you're watching this or listening to this right now, let us know how you felt, right? Sure and also, not. what's important is let us know what straight men can do to help better the dynamic mm-hmm. between gay and straight men. Please put it in the comments. Um, we would love the feedback because, you know, I think that's what makes us better and makes the world go around. But I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys for tapping in with, you, with us. Um, J. Ryan, Brian, E.J., I'm Duke. I'm Omar. I'm Jelan. And
4: that's it. Hey, that you know, I'll be the
2: one to take the risk of going getting them banned. I'll be the one to never sit and go and make a plan. Knowing my mother getting over now, kind got no time. Gotta keep a couple for the road or us get left behind.
0: Yeah. Hey everyone, it's DJ Candy right here from the Carefree Black Girl Podcast. If you're a fan of music, entertainment, and Black women, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the Carefree Black Girl podcast, a show that covers all things carefree, Black, and girl. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network,
4: anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.